welcome to Swapping Joysticks. I, uh, it is. Blah, 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 blah. Do you know what you're doing today? No. I was like, I've got three things that I always start with. Introduce myself, say what we are and what the date is. And it just all came out at once. Uh, Sometimes that happens. I mean, you can't yeah. Can't help it. It just happens. Everything comes out at once. I mean, I had a Taco Bell earlier, and I'm like, went to the bathroom, so and it's it, definitely all coming. Everything out at once. is coming out all at once. Like the the difference in time, like the mo, like the time between realizing I'm going to shit myself and actually shitting myself is a very, very, very small window of time Have at the moment. Have you got through that? Well, no. Well, we will see. Is there more to come. I'm sure. Yeah. I will not be trusting any farts. Uh, but yeah, welcome. This is Swapping Joysticks. It is the 8th of February, 2023. I am one of your hosts, Ben Ostwick, otherwise known as Biggest Benis. And I'm joined, as always, by the top troll in games media. It's Ed Nightingale. If only. Yeah. If how are you doing? Only. Who have you pissed off this week, Ed? Um, I'm sure I'll piss someone off today. We'll see. <laughs> oh, honestly, I had... Taco Bell today, it was... So it's upset a lot of people, it seems, because I was like, this is so bad. But so many people go on and on about how nice Taco Bell is. So I had one today because I'm like, oh, I wanted a bit of variety from where I usually go. And I went, just walked, and there, lo and behold, one was there, and there was no queue. And I found out why there wasn't no queue, a queue. Yeah, that's exactly why. <sighs> yeah, exactly. So I went there, and apparently, yeah, the Taco Bell in the UK is terrible. Like, the beef was kind of just dry, really, really small granules of beef mints with no kind of seasoning, just kind of shoved in a hard shell taco with some kind of cold uh, lettuce that was just like grated, you know, like in perfect strips. That's gross. Um, and yeah, it was just, that was vile. And then I had the wrap, which was really, it was like a, as thin as a calippo. I'm like, that is not a proper, <laughs> that is not a proper thing. That. As thin as a calippo. You get better ones. Yes, taco. Did That's how it's pronounced. Do you say calippo or calipo? Calippo. Oh, I used to say calipo. Aren't they those things that you use? Oh, calipers. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was, oh, no, it was terrible. And it just, the chips were nice. I'll give them that. Well, there you go. And That's they have, grace. and they have cherry Pepsi Max, which is also a bonus. Um, nice. But yeah, but that is true. Taco is the correct way to pronounce it. The way you pronounce it makes me smile. I mean, in a pack packet. I mean, that is literally how you pronounce taco. It's Spanish. Taco. <laughs> Taco. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Taco Bay. <laughs> that would be the Spanish pronunciation. Oh my God, Taco. Like, no, that's, that is not the correct pronunciation. I mean, you've already, but the Americans have already butchered the way, like, it's cooked and, like, what you put in it. And now they're butchering the pronunci pronunciation of it. Maybe that's, that's why. Maybe it's a different. Do you want a mission to piss people off today? Um, yeah, no, there were people, like, insinuating that I was kind of shitting on people who wanted something cheap. And I'm like, no, I'm shitting on Taco Bell because it's awful. There are plenty of fast food places out there that have got decent quality food. Here in the UK, Burger King is like decent quality compared mm. to some places. Greg's. Oh, can't beat a Greg's. You can. You can't. You can. But like I said, if you do have £10 to spend on a meal, going to ta Taco Bell in the UK is just a waste of money not the one yeah definitely not the one but yeah that so that was that was my day just going there and being like this is awful and uh, trying not to shit yourself oh uh, yeah because afterwards i ran around a park well so, that's also gonna 
fuck you up. Yeah, well, I went and so I'm work. I work for Great Ormondsbury Hospital Charity, and they are the London Marathon, um, like official sponsors of the London Marathon. And they needed some advertising video for the marathon, and so got like eight of us, nine of us, um, decked out in our gym kit with with like a London Marathon vest over the top, and spent forty five minutes filming us just running along like a single strip of pavement. Uh, which they're then going to use in some advertising. So will we see this online? Uh, probably. Can maybe we even share it. Online? I don't know. Maybe online. Maybe on TV. I have no idea. It could be on Piccadilly Circus, the big banner. Who knows? It's going to be. That's unlikely. It will be very interesting to see uh, where that ends up. But yeah, it might be just kind of like me just browsing the internet or something and going like, "Ah, oh, shit, it's me." <laughs> advertising a marathon. That is probably the least likely things. Maybe they'll advertise on Twitch. Yeah, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> oh. So yeah, recognised. That, that was my day. That's uh, try to move that. It went really loud for me for some reason. Mm. But yeah, that is. Um, yeah, there was no coffee, no wheezy, no. Because it would. Well, we just did kind of jogging on the spot, to like as though we were warming up for it, and then did like twenty jogs towards the camera, which was like about ten meters, twenty-five foot, if you're American, something like that. Or maybe more. I don't know. But it was, uh, yeah, it was interesting. Different. Mm. Very different. Well, you get up to some strange shit in your job. And that's I, nice. Uh, yeah, like, they, my boss was like, you you know, you go head in, head first into everything. I'm like, yeah, I am happy to, you know, put myself into positions. And weird. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is... Yeah, so, yeah. Well, there that is. <laughs> there you go. 25 foot feet. Oh, sorry, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just, I don't speak old. That's a good point, Westman. Taco Bell before the bear outfit. God, yeah. But no, I genuinely felt a bit ill earlier, but luckily you cooked a very nice dinner, which I think has hopefully kind of settled my stomach down a bit. Well, fingers crossed. What's your favourite... shitting yourself this evening? What's your favourite American uh, fast food? You're asking me. Yeah. I heard, do you know Wimpy is American? I don't think I've ever eaten a Wimpy. It's not not nice. I've been called a Wimp. Mm, by me. Mm. <laughs> but I've never eaten a Wimpy. No. Um, I genuinely like McDonald's. McDonald's is overrated. The, the bread does not taste like bread. Burger King is, is better than McDonald's here. <laughs> I would say. Yeah, yeah, Burger King is a better quality. Actually, yes, no, I would agree. Though the Burger King chips are not quite as nice. I like a Burger King chip. But it's crispier. Not, but there's no seasoning whatsoever. And it well, put some salt on itself then. Fine. Yeah, it sounds like the US, the US like the UK, sorry, the US McDonald's versus Burger King seems to be the other way around here. Because apparently in the US, Burger King is not good. Whereas in Europe, it is. Because, yeah, in Spain, Burger King is even nicer than it there's is. There's also yeah. way more options in the UK. Uh, in the US. Mm. Like, it, there are so many different fast food places, and we just have either Starbucks, Pret, or Greg's. Greg's. Every corner. Greg's. Always a Greg's. Um, I like McDonald's and Taco Bell, says Sidious. I'm guessing Sidious, our Burger King is trash. I'm guessing Sidious is American. Uh, and Wes Manovich says McDonald's in Sweden is really good. Do they have uh, Surströmming Mac? Are they quarter pounder with Surströmming? No, they have Mac balls. 
McBalls. McBalls. <laughs> I'd like the McBalls, please. McBalls <laughs> with some McLoganberry, or whatever it's called. Lingonberry. Lingonberry. What's Loganberry? Something else. Oh. Um, uh, interesting. But there, there we go. But apparently uh, Wendy's is great. But I, I wasn't a massive fan of Wendy's here. But then again, maybe it's the British effect. Yeah, it's all right. Mm, they it's have right. fried chicken in McDonald's in uh, where Debbie is. Oh, wow. Surinam. I always wanted to try... What's the one in... Do you know what is shit? KFC. KFC is terrible. No. It's awful. Have you ever had a tower burger? A tower zinger? It's got, like, chicken, but with a bit of spice. A little kick to it. Plus hash brown in a bun. See, that sounds nice. And it is. And I'm down for, like... I'm down for, like, the flavour of KFC. What pisses me off, and maybe this is a UK-specific thing... The quality of chicken in a KFC is awful. It's it a lot better than it used bone, to be. Skin and coating, and there's no meat on it. it. And all the horror stories of like I was a kid, and there were horror stories of like people finding rat tails and stuff in it. It's just put me off, and I'm like, it's not good. It is not good quality chicken. I'm not interested. It was terrible. I remember when I was younger, it's like greasy, hard shell on the chicken. But now it's they've changed it a lot. It, it's way better now than it was. When we were young. Actually, popcorn chicken is better than McDonald's chicken nuggets. Because they've changed the recipe of McDonald's chicken nuggets and they are not as good. Probably made it healthier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're not as good. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of popcorn chicken. It's just a chicken nugget. Yeah, but it's got like a weird spice to it. KFC. Yeah. <laughs> that secret blend. <laughs> exactly. It's the secret blend. I have no idea what Bojangles is. We don't really have any like chicken things. No, there's lots of, like, dodgy chicken places, which yeah. I do not trust. CFC. <laughs> CFC. Yeah, Chelsea Football Club. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, anything with FC at the end. Anyway, um, so, this is a video game podcast. We've got, we're only going <laughs> to be... We're not streaming... Uh, we're not going to be recording this for a super long time because later on we're going to be doing um, a potentially four, depends how, uh, how quickly we get through them, uh, quick looks of games in the Steam's Neckfest. Ne- Neckfest? Neckfest. Neckfest. I love that. Yeah. It's all vampire games. Exactly. Um, so Neckfest, we will have a look at those. We're going to have a look at hopefully four demos, including Radio the Universe, uh, Mineko's Night, Mar- Night Market, Steam World Build, and Phantom Brigade, which are all getting quite a lot of praise. I'm not sure really what they're about. It's just going to... We're just going to try them out for 20 minutes. So it minutes. might be a shit show, but we'll see. Yeah, and then afterwards is the Nintendo Direct, because they they decided to do one after our podcast, which is the worst. Well, it's kind of good timing. Yeah. Sort of. Um, but then so, we'll, yeah, we'll have to we'll talk be, about it. We'll be uh, yeah, watching that afterwards, which would be good. And mm. you too can play games on Steam as well, because there are loads of demos out there. Mm. So, Before yeah. we talk about what we've been playing, though, yes... Five Guys is the best. It's, it's just overpriced. It is very expensive, but it is hands down the best. Disagree. Wow. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> anyway, uh, from that wrong opinion of yours, what have you been playing? <sighs> I mean, I'm sure. I'm... Tell us all the things, all the games you've been enjoying. I'm full of wrong opinions at the moment. Um, Who told you that this time? Well, just compared to the internet. Um, well, what have I been playing? I have been playing some more Xenoblade Chronicles 3, mm. which I have mixed feelings about. Mm. It is simultaneously streamlined and long-winded. Um, it's streamlined in that battles, you just 
run in and don't really press very much and it's kind of hands off and you don't have to think about items or strategy very much. You just control one character and you're done and that's that. And I quite like that. Um, and there aren't loads of like accessories and, and sort of armors and weapons to change in and out. Um, so in some ways it's, it's a very streamlined JRPG, but equally it is um, really long winded in that there are constant um, um, like training, uh, the training things to do tutorials. Um, the story is really long winded. It's not really going anywhere yet. And I'm like, hurry up. So I sort of have mixed feelings about that. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've been playing that. Um, I've also been playing some Final Fantasy XIV. What the greatest <sighs> Final Fantasy of all time? It's not though. Um, I I am really in two minds about continuing with it at this point. I am I am on the edge of of cancelling. What? And and not continuing with it. You really are upset, wanting to upset people. I know. I just the thing is, everyone goes on about. Final Fantasy XIV as this incredible game, but it's good once you get to uh, uh, once you get to Shadowbringers. And I'm currently halfway through Stormblood, and I feel like it's just been a real slog, and I'm just not enjoying it. The story isn't grabbing me, and the combat. I mean, I'm playing as a healer; it's fine, but meh. I keep getting put in duties with. People, admittedly, I'm quite a way back. I'm not up to date, and I appreciate that. But I keep getting put into duties with people who just race ahead, and um, like they just, you know, a tank that will pull half the dungeon in one go. And they're just not sympathetic to me being new to a duty. So I don't know where all these nice community people are because I can't find them mm. apparently when I'm when I'm playing with randomers. Uh, maybe that's my fault for playing with the randomers. You need to play with me. I can tank. Can you though? No, not really. No, you not go. very well. But because I, I was tanking, uh, I did a bit of tanking last night, and oh my god, it was so annoying. Yeah, I was tanking, and the healer. So you know when you're a tank, you go mm -hmm. and then you you go to the other side, so you turn the enemies away from the other people. Yeah. The healer who was a Lala fell called Potato, and I. <laughs> And I took a screenshot because that was a great name. <laughs> okay, that is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's literally called P-O-E and then Tato. Uh, so it was, yeah, that was great. But they just kept standing next to me and going to the other side. I was like, oh. literally, you are taking attacks because I'm turning them away from everybody. There's oh, the two no. DPS on the other side and the healer standing next to me. Like, as a healer, I know to, like, sit back and then just blast holy on repeat. Um, and occasionally do a little heal, um, but I just I, I just keep getting put with with people that are just not very sympathetic, which isn't great. The story isn't grabbing me. Um, I stormed out the flat last week when I was playing it because <laughs> he did. If you, I don't want to I don't want to say too much in case people haven't got that far or whatever. But I have done um, the Nardum in Stormblood. And it's just, everything's building up to this point. And before that, you literally have to do some of the worst quests where you literally have to collect shit. One of the quests is to go around and collect three bits of shit. But Hien like, is so hot. Hien is hot, and that's fine. But I'm like, I don't want to do a quest where it's just busy work and I'm collecting shit. 
that it's literally pointless. And then you get to do the Nardum, and suddenly it just it just wouldn't target the right people. It I kept losing it. Um, I ended up doing it four times. It just really aggravated me, um, and I stormed out the flat. So I have put enough time and money into this game that I'm going to continue, and I'm going to at least play through Shadowbringers. Oh and yeah! I swear, if that ends up being terrible. I, I, if Shadow, I don't know what if you I'm think do. Shadowbringers is terrible, then the the problem is with you. Fine, yeah. And I'm 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 very much willing to accept that MMOs are maybe just not for me. I like a focused single player story. I like playing on my own. I don't like being sociable. <laughs> but the thing is, with Shadowbringers, you can play on your own. Well, exactly, because I'm in that middle bit where the duty support <laughs> hasn't hasn't met in the middle yet. Yeah. So obviously, I can only do duties with randomers. Um, you can do it with I friends. Just, if you try getting friends. Yeah, but I then feel like I'm imposing, being like, oh, can you come and help me on a duty? No, so at all. Come I don't join, like imposing. Oh my people. God, join the guild. Join the guild with um, Ready, Set, Ben and D. I'm sure if you posted in there, it's a very active one. Well, you used to have a guild. Yeah, well, nobody was in it. No, and I've still got Mitch next to my name, which makes no sense. Mm. Oh, I've uh, made up. I've made a new um, clan or whatever it's called on Destiny. And I'm. It's called Taxi for Barold. <laughs> it's just me and Andinus. Because the thing is, we. I only ever really play with Andinus or Westmanovich. I just could not think. Because justice for Midge, Taxi for Barold. <laughs> so and because just because <laughs> um, Andinus and I, we sometimes do some things together in the game, and you get bonuses and stuff if you do it. So we did that. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, I'm fully prepared to admit that the problem is me, and that's why I'm just not clicking with. 14 but i will keep will. going until we get through shadowbringers and then i'll let you know and say do you know what i was wrong it's actually amazing yeah but it is we will see it is brilliant we will see i mean heaven's ward is isn't that story that story is written i believe by the same person that did the black knight um job quest which are like lauded as one of the best as well so you will not be let okay. down i mean it was the highest rated pc game of the year that it came out <laughs> so true. i mean it is true Really, really good. I'm I'm still excited to get there. I will push through. It's and fine. One more thing. One more Lie. thing. You'll be able to experience I, I've that. I've already heard that music. I do like that. Good, because you'll hear it a lot more. Excellent. Yeah. Um, but I've been playing another game this week that I actually really like. Is it the magic and game? And I know that you have also it played it. Is it the magic it game? Is, no, it's, well, it's a magic game. With the witches. It's got witches in it. It's called Forspoken. And it's really good. Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you like um, it. Because I was playing it going like, there's lots of hate for it, but I'm actually really enjoying it. There like, is so much hate for this game online. And just, honestly, it's been blown massively out of proportion because people like to meme shit. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the dialogue is good because I don't really like it either. Um, you know, it, it's... It's annoying because they're they're sort of being really quippy and just undermining um, what is actually quite a good concept for a game. I really like the concept. You're playing as this kind of essentially a witch with like incredible elemental powers, and she she buffs her powers by painting her nails in like blood. Um, and you you can explore this world um, using magical parkour at high speed. It's this matriarchal society of corrupt sorceresses. Everything's full of magic and dragons and all this kind of stuff. Um, 
I really like that world, and I just wish that the writers had the confidence in that the, rather yeah. than rather than like sort of undermining it. I mean, yeah, as Cypher said, you know, it's a black protagonist and it's written by a room full of white people. And it comes across. It does come across. And it's it's not a good story. Um, but, and I know it's often hard to ignore the story, but if you focus just on the gameplay side of things, it's a really, really fun game. Mm. Um, I think there's a really good core for the game. And I just really wish that it had a decent story attached to it. Um, and they had the confidence in that to just take themselves seriously. Um, and I also quite like Frey as a character. I think Ella Belinsky, the actress, does a brilliant, brilliant job of making her sort of a, a likable and real character. Um, but you're also just, she's so OP. Like, she has really cool magic and just kicks the crap out of enemies and jumps around and speeds around all over the place. And it's just really fun to play. And it just feels good. And... I really like that. And I just wish that this campaign against the game hadn't kicked off because I just don't think it's deserving. It's it's definitely got its problems, absolutely, but it is nowhere near the sort of terrible um, terrible experience that people seem to have made it out to be, um, in terms of the dialogue specifically, at least. But apparently I didn't realise the black American character, the main character, Frey, is a UK voice actor. Oh, is she British? Oh. oh, okay. So to us, it's like, oh, that sounds like an American accent. <laughs> to everybody in America, it's like, no. <laughs> no, this is not. Yeah. Ah. And I, I mean, the cuff is annoying. Oh, cuff is annoying, and he's clearly a white British man. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> we all are. Yeah. It's, yeah, no, it's a fun it's a fun game to play when it comes to like just the mechanics, but the rest yeah. of the stuff. It's just, I love that kind of, I've mentioned this before, I love that story where you're, you know, you're playing a character set in the real world and they find some way to get and be transported to this magical kingdom, magical area. There's ne happened to Nino Cooney. You've got like obviously books, like his dark materials. There's I mean, it's Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. She, lit she literally has a. It's not subtle. We she has, has a, a wardrobe book of Alice in Wonderland, and she starts quoting from it, and you're like, "Oh, I wonder what's going to happen." It's the, like it's so forced. Yeah. It's just it's there's no subtlety there at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's like once you sort of push through the story, not even push through the story. Like the story happens in Sepal, which is the central city. But then there's no spoilers then, here because Ed hasn't finished. He's you know, not, oh, no, 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 no. I, I, you finished it. I haven't. Yeah. Um, but most of the story happens in Sepal, which is the central city, and then you you run off into the world. And because the world is corrupt, no one else can exist there. So you're kind of on your own. Mm. And at that point, you're like, great, I can ignore the story and just sort of enjoy being a cool badass witch and I'm totally down with that. Yeah. Just just push through the support bits every now and again and then yeah. get back into the world. Mm. Yeah. Just play I play for the combat at the moment and mm. it's not I finished it in under eleven hours. I mean you played it on Ben mode. I played it on Ben mode and I stuck to the main story and yeah, eleven hours, it was even less than that. And yeah, there's a, a chapter that's like so well, I won't I'm not gonna spoil anything. Um but there's like, yeah, there's one chapter that dragged, uh, that had very little combat. But other than that, I've enjoyed fighting it. There was a nice variety in uh, bosses. Like when you defeat bosses in the game, you can like take on their powers. So having that variety quite often added, uh, you, know, you know, frequently added to your playthrough as 
giving you the chance to kind of vary what you're playing as. And whenever you're fighting a, an enemy, there's always going to be one of these techniques that it's going to be vulnerable to. So it's kind of finding that and then just feeling really OP. And it, I don't know. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the battles. Um, like the, like even the parkour within the battles is, uh, is great fun. There's and a great sense of scale as well. Mm. And partly that's because the parkour, like she, she runs around super quick. So they've had to make a big world to sort of contain her powers. Um, but it feels really expansive. It feels really epic. Mm. Um, I, I personally think they've done a good job on that side of things. Yeah. It's the it's the writing um, that is not great. But it doesn't ruin the experience in the way that the memes would have you think. Yeah. Excellent. I don't think I've actually been playing anything else. Have you not? Well, I no. I played a tiny bit of Fire Emblem, but... The story is just not really keeping my interest, so I'm just going from like I'll play a battle and then turn it off for a bit. Fair um, I'm just very disappointed compared to Three Houses. Aww. Well, never mind. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'll play it after you. We'll get your money's worth. Don't worry. Yeah, I need to find some more games to play on my uh, Steam Deck because uh, yes. I bought it and haven't really played anything. Well, maybe tonight at the Nintendo Showcase. Oh wait, no. <laughs> Oh, the Nintendo well, Direct. they might they might announce something uh, that we can play. If they announce like the dates of the Pixel Remaster, I'm gonna be like, "Yay, I'll get it!" Even though I could potentially just play on the Steam Deck, but the Switch is just a lot lighter and has an OLED screen. And I'm like, if there's if there were two games with the same and they performed both performed the same, then I would probably get it on Switch because it's a lot lighter and the OLED screen helps. So something like the Pixel Remasters. I would get on the Switch. But if it was something that required kind of graphical intensity and more power, then definitely Steam Deck. Do you regret buying the Steam Deck? No. Interesting. I feel like it will... No, because there's, there, are time, there are games that I will be playing on the Steam Deck, but I just haven't got around to them yet. <laughs> so it's not going to gather dust in the corner? I mean, it already has, but I will <laughs> wipe that dust away when I want to play something. It, my, my brother will never... Forgive me if I don't finally get around to playing Half-Life 2. Or 1. Oh, what? Well, uh, yeah, do people play 1? Yeah. Okay. Is well, that... I, to be fair, I haven't played either. Either. So you Call yourself a gamer. I know, right? Shocking. Mm. Never mind. Should we see what the people have been playing? Yeah, let's see what the people have been playing. We've got some essays in Discord. Oh, have you played the new uh, Marvel Snap season yet? Um, I played one round as I was cooking dinner, and I lost, and so I turned it off. Oh. <laughs> Because I was annoyed. So I actually did, I waited until the last week and, and binged it in like, well, I did, I maybe played about 30 matches in one week and completely cleared the battle pass. Which you kind of, because they released, I've mentioned this before as well, you, they released the missions for points in the battle pass like over the space of four weeks. So the first in the first week it might be like, get 15 wins. And you get those 15 wins. And then in like week three, one will come up and say, Win 10 games with a snap. And I'm like, well, it, I could have just killed two birds with one stone. Because I'm not someone that plays for enjoyment. I play for completion and to tick things off. Wow. Well, some of us do play for enjoyment while we're having a poo. And that's and what Reddit's I will, for. I will just continually play Marvel Snap at that point. Well, I prefer other games such as that Pictionary game, whatever it is. Uh, you, you illustrated. Me that. You need to show me that. Illustrated. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. And desert golf. I like oh desert golfing. Desert golfing's great. It's the most basic thing. And we like our crosswords. <laughs> Moni, we don't do that well. Moni shouts at me as if you're not playing things to tick things off. Who the fuck are you kidding, Ed? 
That's yeah. a different ticking off. <laughs> Who would want to play? Who plays games for enjoyment? It's like Destiny. I, I've got like a battle pass in Destiny 2 right now, which I'm ticking off. And oh my God, Destiny 2 is so good, by the way. Although I tried to go, I went and did some PvP on the console, on console, and I realized, no, that is not where I am going to be playing. Uh, yeah, where I'm going to be playing it. Well, I can tick off ticking things off and having enjoyment at the same time. Good. Everything's ticked then. All right, then. Let's find out what people have been playing. Uh, we're going to start with start Brutal, with Brutal Brander, Brander, who's been playing some demos this week. Uh, first one was a demo for Gordlets. No official release date yet, uh, but 2023. It was a really cute builder game. There's no objectives or anything at all. You just get these cute little building blocks like grass, lake, houses, benches, etc. The full game will have little crops and such as well. Once you start building, trains start arriving with these adorable little creatures that start living in the houses, fishing in the ponds, and just generally walk around the world you're building. It's a useless kind of game, and it's really relaxing. And did I mention adorable? That does That's sound good. Gordlets. That sounds like a dwarf romantic uh, rival. But it's not like a, there's no objectives that you no, don't, but you you don't lose. That's you cute. Mm, and things live there. I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it comes alive. I appreciate that. Uh, the second demo was Garden Galaxy. The game is out already, but you can still download and play the demo. It's also a build-up with no real objectives. You get visitors in your little garden, they give you a coin, there's different types of coins, and you plop the coin in a pot that gives you a decoration plant building block in return. Uh, there's a lot of different blocks to collect, and you get this book that keeps track of all the different things you found. From here, it's just building a nice little garden, bidding the objects you don't want, and hoping the pot will give you that second lantern for your garden aesthetic. It's nice and relaxing, but does get pretty cluttered, even when the game gives you storage boxes and the opportunity to recycle things. You're really dependent on when the pot gives you a building block so you can enlarge your garden. But the art style is really nice. Uh, I do, that I do is like a little relaxing game. Garden Galaxy. Not Guardians of the Galaxy, but Garden Galaxy. Garden Galaxy. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then lastly, I've also been playing some Tastemaker again, a restaurant managing game. They updated some mechanics since the last time I played, which definitely improved the gameplay. It's a bit of a clunky game, definitely no A game, but I enjoy it. Building a restaurant, changing the menu, ordering ingredients, hiring staff. Fun. I just wish they added more decorations to the game. There's not much to choose from, and I don't want drab restaurants. Nobody wants a drab restaurant. Mm. Absolutely not. Not like Taco Bell. <laughs> is, that, is that a restaurant? Don't, I don't think it counts as a restaurant. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Debs has also been playing uh, some demos in Nextfest. Mm. Uh, firstly, Cook Serve Forever, the follow-up game in the Cook Serve Delicious Game series. I really wish this demo was longer, but that's maybe because I also have a love for this game. They changed the game mechanics for this one. Instead of using letters on the keyboard to cook, you now use the arrow keys, which also means you sometimes have to long press a key, not press a certain key, press a certain key so many times, or even press any key. Lots of keys to be pressed then. Or not. Um, or not or not pressed. Um, it took me a few tries to get this down, but I do think I prefer this mechanic a lot more than letters. Also, the music has gotten a nice upgrade as well. Can't wait to play more of this one. Well, we've heard a lot about Cockserve Delicious, so yeah. maybe Cockserve Forever <laughs> it sounds even is better. something that we should we should have a look at at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another one is Mail Time. And that's that M-A-I-L. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Not like Men Time. Um, you play as a mushroom character, basically delivering mail within the forest. There are also some quests where you have to find a certain item, like blueberries, and deliver those as well. The character customization was fun. Choose your pronouns, we love. Hairstyle, clothing, a backpack, and a glider. The quests in the game were quite easy, which made this a very chill game. However, I do think this game might get repetitive. I played about 25 minutes, and I had finished about 5-6 to six quests in that short time. Not sure if this is one I'll be purchasing in the future, but maybe it's something to get when it's on sale. 
Nice. Uh, Cyclo Chambers, a roguelike type of game which is just basically shoot everything you see and then use various power-ups to get stronger. I played a few roguelites already and was excited to try this one. This one felt easy for it being a roguelite. Almost too easy, since I was easily able to get to level 15 in this and then I kind of felt myself getting bored of the repetitiveness. I didn't feel like the levels had that much challenge to them and it was quite easy to free myself from enemy attacks. I was curious to see the other characters this game had to offer. Um, you start as a cute little green alligator, that's nice. Um, but with most roguelites you have to finish a battle round to be able to unlock more stuff. This game releases on February 21st, depending on the price point I might eventually get it. And that's Cyclo Chambers. And then lastly from Debs is Fall of Porcupine. This was a demo I'd actually forgotten I had played, but one that has been sitting on my wishlist for quite some time. The art style and story remind me a lot of A Night in the Woods. Okay, now I'm interested. Mm. Uh, but in this game, you're a pigeon and you work in a hospital. Oh, you'd hate that. Oh, I hate pigeons. And hospitals. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> great. Not for you. <laughs> you treat patients through various mini-games, and there is also a bar where you hang out. The game now has a set release date for August 2023. Probably something I will purchase because I love the art style and story. Hmm, I love Deb's insight with the uh, games that we haven't really heard much. It's I know. great. Deb's, Deb's loves to play things that no one else is, and I really appreciate that, because then yeah. I'm reading about things that I have no it's, idea what they are. one of the reasons um, why we started asking this question. Exactly. Um, yeah. By the way, um, in, the, uh, in the chat, Sarah's talking about potentially getting a Steam Deck, and said, I would have got one, uh, you know, that, yeah, says, if it was like the Switch and I could play it on my TV, I'd have got one for sure. Well... There is a yes. There is a dock, an official. You can even get the official dock as well, or get whatever. There but are you, better ones, like the one that I bought you for Christmas, which is much better. Have you even used it? Yeah, that was a fake. Yeah, no, I did use it. You when? saw. I've not once seen you play the Steam Deck on the TV. We coupled it up, and it works. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I mean, this, but this computer well, that was, was a waste of three hundred quid, wasn't it? It didn't cost you that much. No, it didn't cost you that much. <laughs> It's like five pounds from Alibaba, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was. It was not five pounds. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, you can uh, couple it up to the TV and play it on there as well. <laughs> Honestly. Anyway, Mr. Wibble's been playing some games. Uh, Minecraft for the Zen Doodle Experience. Mm. That's another thing that you dropped, isn't it? Minecraft. You drop a lot of things. I played a lot of Minecraft. Mm. I finished it. Hmm. Um, I've played some more Hi-Fi Rush. Great choice, Mr. Wibble. Uh, should be nearing the end soon. Love the way they're mixing the story with the gameplay and mashing buttons to the beat is so rewarding. Absolutely agree. Sorry, Ali, AliExpress, not Alibaba. Apparently Alibaba is for companies. Same, same. Um, also Forspoken. Mr. Wibble is also playing it. Um, I seem to have wrangled my system and the game into a state where I can play without too many issues, including upgrading to Windows 11 to enable direct storage and limiting frame rate to 30 FPS to free up overhead. Anyway, I've made some minor progress with the game's storyline as I keep getting distracted by all the other things I can do on the map. Running around and parkouring for no reason just feels so good. If I had to pick something I'd love to see fixed, it's the target lock that doesn't skip to the next target when you've killed the active one. That sometimes just makes me angry. Um, yes, I agree. Um, but there is also a patch coming to Forspoken, so it looks like they are going to make some improvements to PC um, um, performance, which will be good. Good. Apparently, yeah, my PC, I've, I've got to update it today, not to 11, but I, it keeps being like, your computer doesn't you know, fit the requirements for Windows 11 yet, but I think I just need to do something and it will be ready. But I'm like, I don't know if I want to upgrade it to Windows 11. 
things work as they are right now, then leave it be. Yeah. Don't touch it. <clears throat> Don't touch it. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, Sidious has just started playing Elden Ring today. Ooh. I might already be a little obsessed. Yes, I know I'm late to the party, but hey, I got here eventually. Welcome. Ed's about to start playing uh, Bloodborne, so don't you're not late to the... Uh... I've played it before, though. Oh. I'm not I'm not that behind. Um, it's absolutely gorgeous on the PS5. I think I'm finally seeing what all the hype is about. Um, Sidious, do let us know next week. You can you can update us on, on where you're at and how it's going, mm-hmm. and you can let us know wh- which class you chose, yeah. and then we can all judge you. But I am very intrigued to know your thoughts. Hmm. There we go. All right. Gaming, that's what you've been playing. It's what we've been playing. It's what the whole world has been playing and nothing else. Gaming news. What's been happening in the gaming news, Mr. News? I love that we get a different jingle every week. Well, you need to start singing. Can you sing? Gaming news. There we go. Sure. Um, Right. Tell us about Dragon Age. Um, well, some alpha footage of Dragon Age Dreadwolf leaked over the over the weekend, oh. um, and I think people aren't very happy with it. <laughs> um, it's very much sort of um, third person combat, um, okay. which is interesting. And they've said that the uh, the God of War uh, twenty eighteen reboot game has been a guiding reference point. Um, so expect combat a little bit like that. Um, I won't say too much else, just because if you want to find the spoilers or find the leaks, then then you can go find them. Um, but they are out there. So at some point, we will hopefully get a proper look at this game and then we can see what it's all about. Hmm. Um, but yes, there is, uh, there is a leak out there and combat looks interesting. I haven't even looked at it. I'm not going to. I'll wait for the official stuff. Mm. I've never... Like, I'm somebody, I don't even particularly like trailers. I like an announcement. It's like, oh, great, that game's going to come out. And then I never watch any trailers until the game is out. I've always been like that, and I don't know why. I think I just don't want to hype. I hate getting hyped up for something and then being like, it's a whole three months away. See, I like it with games because I like to get hyped for games. Mm. And I like to see what it's about and sort of understand it. I really don't like watching um, film trailers because I feel like most film trailers are like three minutes long and it's essentially the entire film cut down to three minutes where they just, it's really obvious what happens. They spoil half of it and you're like, I don't need to watch the film now because I've just seen a three minute trailer. Yeah, I don't watch Whereas any. if I watch like a three minute trailer for a game, but it's a hundred hours long, I know I'm still going to get plenty of enjoyment out of it. You don't even watch like, what's happening next week on Drag Race? You immediately No, turn- I don't want spoilers for next week. Yeah. <laughs> No, I... All The Last of Us, where it's like, this is the next episode. I'm like, mm. no, no, I will watch it next week. I don't need to see the trailer. Yeah, I, I very... I th- can't remember, like, I don't know, even Destiny, they keep bringing out trailers for the next expansion. And I'm like, you know what, I don't need to watch it. I've mm. got no interest. I'm going to be playing it. And Nanto's right. Sometimes the trailer is better than the movie. Mm. <laughs> but I, I also love a trailer that's really mysterious and you've no idea what it's about, and it just kind of sets the tone a bit. I think. Oh, yeah. That's more intriguing to me. That happened with um, Atonement once. It was just like a piano, and then some clashes. We need to see it. I really like Isn't it. Isn't it really depressing? Yeah, I mean, that's why I like it, you know. I love my... I mean, this is Okay, true. that's something to add uh, that we need to watch. Add to our list. Maybe we'll watch it on Val... Oh, no, we can't, because you're streaming. We'll watch it on Monday. Valentine's Day is every day. Ugh. Ugh. There's no need for that. 
<laughs> um, the first Grammy for video game music goes to... Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Um, yeah, we had the first um, the first video game Grammy Award at the weekend. Yeah. Um, video games have been nominated in the past. Um, oh, but last the, year... We, we, we're going to play it. Oh, are we? Yeah. Okay. Because then people, because people can hear it and they'll be able to hear it on the podcast as well. Um, if for some reason the sound works, which it doesn't, so we're not going to. Oh, That's well, that weird. went well, didn't it? Yeah, really well. Oh, um, why is it not working? I don't know. Maybe I need to reset the uh, stream, but that won't. Oh well. That'd well, nice. there's there's a tweet. Yeah. Link to the just link to the tweet. Yeah. Um. Is it not? Is it? Hey everyone! Oh, oh it back. is working. Okay, right. I don't. Well, I need to work out why it's not playing on here. But I, if I just click on this, it might do. Try the tweet. Yeah. And the Grammy goes to. Okay, here we go. That's why it was muted there. Right, you ready? Hmm. And the Grammy goes to. Assassins Creed Valhalla. <laughs> and the Grammy goes to. One more. Assassins Creed Valhalla. Valhalla? <laughs> he can't even say Creed. He's, He's like, like Assassins Creed Valhalla. <laughs> He's like yeah, Assassins colon Creed Valhalla. <laughs> Oh, bless Randy Rainbow. It's a, it's a proper, like, Adele Dazeem moment. <laughs> like, oh. And this is the this is the first proper video game Grammy Award, and it, it has a moment like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't know. I just, you'd think that people would prepare themselves for what they're maybe going to be saying. But also, like, surely, like, Valhalla is a known word. Like, people know what Valhalla is. Surely it's been in, like, Thor Ragnarok or something. Like, people should know what Valhalla is to be able to mm. say it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Valhalla won the first video game Grammy. Um, so this is the first year that there has been a specific Grammy for best score in a video game. Um, oh, you've closed it now, thanks. Um, but other <laughs> video games have won in the past. Like, last year there was an arrangement of a Kirby... Yeah, uh, of a Kirby track uh, that won Best Arrangement. League of Legends um, Sting. Was that something? No. Oh. You're thinking of the Game Awards. Not the Grammys. Very I thought it was different. somewhere else. I thought it was somewhere else as well. It had a... Very different. Wasn't it nominated? Because I'm sure you did an article on it. No. Wow. Well, I'm going to find out. <laughs> you do that. I will. Um, but yeah, so that's nice. We get video game Grammys. Um... We also had some comments recently from Final Fantasy VII uh, remake producer um, Kitaze. I've forgotten his first name. Oh. Uh, Yoshinori Kitaze. Um, so there was an interview in VG247 with him. Um, and he was talking a lot about the history of Final Fantasy VII, the original game. Um, there's some really interesting stuff about con early concepts and how that was developed. Um, so it's well worth going to read that interview. Um, but he made some comments about the way that they approached the remake, uh, Final Fantasy VII remake project, um, in terms of his feelings on remakes and remasters in general. Uh, so he said, We approached the Final Fantasy VII remake project with the aim to make it something that could be enjoyed by both fans of the original game and people who did not know it. Um, I have also had experience where a game that I loved 
and had a lot of fun with in the past was remade and I bought it and played it out of the overwhelming nostalgia. It's enjoyable for a while, but the fun from that nostalgia only really lasts through the first sections. I realized this halfway through and didn't carry on playing. Because of this, I decided that Final Fantasy VII Remake would not just appeal to nostalgia, but would include a new story as well to feel both nostalgic and fresh at the same time. There you go. Uh, yeah, you might So that's right. why um, uh, there's going to be lots of changes in part two and part three, and no one knows what they are yet, and that's going to be exciting to find out what the changes are. Yeah. I'm going to just steal the mouse. Yeah, I've, I don't... you're faffing over there. I, I think you might be right. Of course I'm right. He performed it at the 2021 Game Awards. Did you know that? Yes, because we watched it together. Oh. There you go. There we go. Um, Disney Dreamlight Valley. Um, I know there are fans in chat. Yeah. Are you going to go back to that at some point? Yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> um, I still haven't played it, to be honest. Um, anyway, there there is more content coming. Um, and that next bit of content is next week. Is Minnie still in purgatory? Probably. Oh. Um, so Thursday the 16th of February. Um, is when they are adding Encanto's Mirabelle and Frozen's Olaf. Um, So there's going to be new storyline content, plus a new Star Pass themed around Disney's 100th anniversary. Ooh. There you go. So more stuff for Disney Dreamlight Valley, which I know a lot of people enjoy. Um, There is also new stuff coming to Overwatch 2 um, for Season 3, including a dating sim. Oh. Um, With Hanzo. Because it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. So for that, they have made uh, a web-based, it's separate to the game, and it's non-canon. They've been very specific mm. to say non-canon. Um, text-based dating sim where you can date either Mercy or Genji. Um, mm. And you're assisted by Cupid, played by Hanzo. There you go. So that's why he's in it. But you can't date Hanzo. You cannot date Hanzo. But you can date Mercy or Genji. Um, and then there's loads of other stuff happening, and they've nerfed, they've nerfed Mercy in the game. They've nerfed um, They've nerfed her. Um, they've also added a streamer mode, which I think is quite interesting, which basically hides your battle tag and it hides the battle tag of people in matches that you're playing with. Oh, they do that in, in Fortnite. In order to sort of protect you. Oh, do they, is that not a new thing? They do it in Fortnite. Oh. Yeah, it just says like player 456. Yeah, so it sort of protects you if you're, if you're yeah. streaming. I just thought that was interesting, but it's not new in the world. No, it's been there for ages. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at least I've watched it. Go back and it. change your article. So that's nice. Um, so later on, we have the Nintendo Direct. Um, but that is following Nintendo's uh, financial earnings report that came out um, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have sold a fuck ton of Nintendo Switches. Good. Which now means that the Switch has overtaken both the Game Boy and the PS4. How many Switches do we have in our house? Four. Four, yeah. Two each? Mm. Let's ignore that. Um, so it's now overtaken the Game Boy and the PS4. So the Switch is now the third best-selling console ever. Do you know what's number two? The um, DS. Yes. And number one is the PlayStation 2. Correct. The PS2 is top. Yeah, well done. Um, the PS2 is top because it was a DVD player and everyone wanted a DVD player, so that's, that's why they bought one. Yeah, it was the cheapest DVD player by a long shot. Exactly. <laughs> it's like I bought the Xbox uh, One S because it was the cheapest 4K player. Nice. And it had a nice white controller, which I nearly burnt down a flat with. Mm. 
So the Switch has now sold 122 million consoles. Mm. Um, so the DS is at 154 million. So it's actually not that far off. So mm. the Switch might end up overtaking the DS and becoming second. Yeah, I mean, it, but PS2 is only 155, so it would either be first or third. Yeah. Um, I you know it's still possible, especially if it would be interesting to see if the next one is like a Switch Pro and it continues, or if it if they market it as a different console. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I think the next one would have to be a different console, but yeah, that is all the different versions of Switch. So it's the original, it's the Lite, and the OLED all together. Yeah, but um, I suppose there was a there were different PS2s as well, and different DSs. Oh, there were lots of DSs. Well, they, I mean, yeah, definitely. I had. Four? No, because I had the original Four? the original one that looked like a sandwich. You've seen it. Yeah. Uh, then I had the... I've got the 3D, the mini Zelda one, the special Zelda one. Then I had a new 3DS, and then I've got the new 3DS XL, which is the one... I think 3DS is separate to DS. Is it? Maybe. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but also, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet have sold 20.6 million copies since it came out. you got to imagine as well Zelda is going to create a huge push for maybe even OLED ones. Yeah. Like, there's going to be a lot more people playing it with Zelda coming out. There'll be another Pokemon this year, I'm sure. Well, there'll they'll be DLC. Yeah. But yeah, Scarlet and Violet, 20.6 million copies. Oh. Um, Splatoon 3's also done well and has passed 10 million units, which for Splatoon is really good. Mm. Um... So there we go. But we will have to find out what is next Nintendo, which hopefully we will. Yeah. They're going to announce the next Switch. We'll see. Do you have any predictions? For later. Yeah. Well, let's end with that, shall we? Okay. Um, there's been some Final Fantasy XIV mod drama Ooh, this week. Your favourite game. My favourite game. Um, there's been some mod drama, um, which has been interesting. Um, essentially... Um, the developer behind G-Shade, which is a very popular tool that lets you change the aesthetics of the game, not the gameplay, but just change up the, the visuals. Um, it turns out the developer purposefully put some malware in that tool that shuts down your computer. And he did it to specifically teach someone a lesson to be like, hey, this could have been anything. Um, you know, don't trust third party things. And um, people just have completely just hate G-Shade now. <laughs> um, everyone's like, delete it. It's been taken off, off, um, um, what is it? Where you get it? GitHub. Mm. Um, it's been taken off there, so you can't actually get it anymore. Um, people are saying, like, just get rid of this. It's It could have malware. And the thing is, is that even just last week, Yoshida... Was saying, you know, there was a whole thing about the world first for the latest content, and he was saying, don't use third party tools. Um, we don't want people using mods. Um, and that was obviously specifically gameplay mods, but he's kind of proved everyone right, really. Don't use third party tools because you never know what might be in it, and it might fuck up your computer. Nintendo, list Zelda, Legend of Zelda, Tears of a Credit Card. Here's the credit card would have been a good would have been a good headline there. Mm. Um, yeah, this is the last one. Um, so yesterday, Nintendo listed Tears of the Kingdom on the eShop and then very quickly um, t- 
took it off again. Oh, do you think today um, they'll be like, pre-order now? Yes, exactly. Oh. It, I think pre-orders are going to open today after the direct. And um, and they they listed it as $69.99. And at the moment, most, most Switch games... This is dollars, by the way, $69.99 dollars. Um, and at the moment, brand new Switch games in the US, I believe, are $59.99. So it looks like um, Zelda is going to be up by $10. Um, and this is probably going to be the new normal for Nintendo games. Mm. Um, I don't know what the price is going to be in the UK yet. Um, so is that going to be like 70 quid here as an mm. equivalent? I'm not sure. Um but it looks like the price of Switch games are going up. And the thing is, everything is $70 these days. So in some ways, it's not a surprise. But equally, the Switch has been out like seven years and is kind of old now. So is it really fair that you charge that much? Equally, it's Zelda. I will pay 500 quid to play that Shut game. up! <laughs> um, I'm they... excited. So I, I would pay it because I'm an idiot. But what was the news the today? The price is going up. What was the news today about um, Nintendo giving employees a 10% pay rise? Um, well, Nintendo, this is this is not um, specific to Nintendo. Or Nintendo aren't the only company doing this. But yes, they are increasing the pay of their employees by 10%. But it's only for Japanese employees. So it's only for people in um, It's only for the Japanese side of the business. But Capcom have done the same thing recently um, as well. Basically, like Nintendo are, really in a, are in a really good position. Um, they make a lot of money from all those Switches because they don't sell them at a loss. They sell them at a profit. So they are making a lot of money. They can afford to give people more money. Um, but then they're also going to charge us more money for um, for the games. So I guess we I are paying pay for that it. 10% increase. Well, you know, if the employers are getting well paid, then great. And the fact that they can fair. like... The fact they can kind of push the releases forwards like they did with Splatoon makes me wonder whether well, it makes me wonder what the conditions are like over there and if they are actually in a good place for that as well. Indeed. All right. Um, so Nintendo Direct predictions end. Uh, I am hoping for a Pixel Remaster release date. I think we might get that. Maybe a shadow drop. I don't think it'll be a shadow drop, but they've said spring twenty twenty three, so I reckon that we might get a release date. I think there might be... Well, it's talking about stuff in the first half of this year, so we're going to definitely yeah. get lots of Tears of a Kingdom thing. stuff. Like, it's 40 minutes long, and I would love it if, like, 39 minutes of that was just Zelda. Oh. <laughs> I want... Well, Splatoon DLC? That's a possibility. Hollow Knight? Silk Song? I don't know about Silk Song because the last release date announcement we had was um, uh, was through Xbox with it coming to Games Pass. So I reckon it might end up being an Xbox yeah. announcement, even though it will come to Switch as well. Pokemon DLC? We won't get that. The Pokemon company will do their own direct. Elden Ring on Switch? Hell no. Oh. I, I think that we are probably going to get, if not Shadow Dropped, we will get a release date for Advance Wars uh, reboot, which was meant to come out last year and was pushed back because of the war in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that is basically ready to go. So they can just hit the button and say, yeah, it's available now. So I think we might get that. Um, and I would love something on Metroid. I don't think we will, but I'd love something on Metroid. Um mm. Because Metro Prime 4, who knows what's happening with that. And it's not going to be the first half of this year, so we probably won't even hear anything. 
but I would love mm. something on it. Well, was it weren't that wasn't the trilogy of the original ones? People are assuming that that might come was out. talked about. Also, so were the so were the the, the re-release of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Oh, if there's Wind Waker, they're not going to do it. People have been suggesting that, and I'm like, that's not going to happen this close to Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I feel I feel like the time has passed for that. Yeah, but maybe they will do that. Maybe they'll say, um, do you know what? Um, Play it today. Tears of the Kingdom is going to be 70 quid and we're going to push it back to Christmas. But actually, you can play this other stuff in the meantime. I'll be happy with that. I won't. <laughs> I want Tears of the Kingdom now. I'll be like, T- well, you can play. Uh, you can play, yeah, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess right now as part of the DLC expansion expansion pass. I will pay that. I will stream it from next week. Fuck Bloodborne. No, we don't. We're on Money's family uh, account. Don't tell everyone that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are in Monty's family. Yes, that's right. You are so, the yeah. dodgy uncle. So All Nintendo right. Direct to come. So do stick around on the stream. Yeah, and we are going to uh, be playing some Steam Next Fest demos. Again, those games that, if you uh, weren't here at the beginning, Radio the Universe, uh, Mineko's Night Market, Steam World Build, and Phantom Brigade. And then we're going to uh, watch the Nintendo Direct. So stick around. And for those of you who are listening on the podcast, thank you very much for listening. We'll be uh, stopping the podcast now. Um, Ed, where can we find you? You can find me at Ed underscore Knights on Twitch and on Twitter. Ah, and feel free to go and send him abuse about Persona. No, don't do that. And uh, I am... You will be blocked. Everywhere, Biggest Benes, except Biggest Benes 1. I say everywhere, but I'm not on there. And on Snapchat, I'm Big Benes, because apparently Biggest Benes is too big. Um... But yeah, big, Biggest Benis 1 on Twitter. Nice. I, nice. Yeah, I'm still looking for... Uh, I keep every now and again looking at the Biggest Benis profile. And still there. Still hasn't liked anything or tweeted anything since 2010. But Sad times. Yeah, never mind. Anyway, go to swappingjoysticks.com. And if you go to swappingjoysticks.com, you can find our YouTube channel where all our quick looks, uh, podcasts, and everything else are also there. All right. Nice. Well, stick around for some quick looks and the direct. Otherwise, we will see you all next week. Keep swapping. Uh-huh.